Hello and welcome to the second edition of the Top of the D podcast. Uh, my name's Ross Bone, uh, better known to many of you on Twitter and Instagram as at the top of the D. And uh, today's episode, we're going to be looking back at the Hockey Women's World Cup quarterfinals between India and Ireland, and of course England versus the Netherlands. <laughs> In the first quarter-final of the day, Irish eyes were smiling as McFerrin and company put India to the sword, albeit via a shootout. Whilst in the second game, Dutch courage was too much for English grit as the Netherlands broke the hosts' hearts and progressed to the semi-finals. So first up, um, a chance to look at the continuing sort of story of this tournament so far, and that's uh, Ireland's unexpected run to the semi-finals. Um, to give you a bit of a context, this is their first World Cup since 2002. Um, their previous best finish was 11th back in 1994, and uh, now they're looking at finishing in the top four of the World Cup. Um, a lot's been made, obviously, of the backstory of the squad in terms of the lack of funding, uh, players having to pay to go to these tournaments themselves, players taking time off from their day jobs rather than being full-time athletes. And, um, you know, you, you can't praise uh, Graham Shaw and uh, the, his squad enough for what they've done to, to get themselves to this point. Um, in terms of the game against India, um, it wasn't exactly a classic. Uh, it felt like both sides were, um, you know, very conscious of the occasion and uh, the size of the match in question, and it felt like both sides were trying not to lose the game rather than perhaps trying to win the game. Um, but as I said. On balance, Ireland probably deserved it. I know they didn't win any corners uh, in the game, which might be a bit of a concern for them. Um, they had a hairy moment where um, you know they gave away a corner, which uh, Aisha McFerrin, who's obviously been one of the standout performers in the tournament, uh, made a good save to to clear the danger. Um, you know, Ireland did push India. Um, probably, as I say, had the better of the game. Um, but in the end, it went to a shootout. And, um, you know, you knew with um, McFerrin in goal, who's probably been the goalkeeper of the tournament to this point so far, um, you knew with her in goal that they had a great chance of winning it. But it was all about whether the girls, you know, could step up and um, and score in the shootout themselves. Um, you know, Roisin Upton scored... Um, Ali Meek scored and uh, if you've seen that there's nothing Meek about the way she took that I can tell you um, you know just calmly slotted it through the goalkeeper's legs like it was nothing and then Chloe Watkins um, you know she scored the one that clinched it um, interestingly uh, Chloe Watkins told the, the, the BBC that she wasn't actually someone that volunteered to take one she was basically told she was doing it so to, to step up um, when you perhaps didn't necessarily want to be taking one, um, 
you know, to step up and then to show that composure and slot it home and it be the winner. Um, that's terrific character from her. And, and, and you know, it's, it just goes to show that, you know, a bit of confidence, a bit of momentum that Ireland have got going and uh, anything's possible. Um, you know, I spoke to um, their head coach, Graham Shaw, after the game, who was understandably absolutely delighted. And uh, here's what he had to say. Um, so your team's in the semi-final of the World Cup. How's that for you? Oh, I'm just, oh, I'm just so, just full of pride, mate. Just so proud. What, a, what an effort, you know. It wasn't pretty at times. We dug deep and to go down, and win it the way we wanted. I'm just, yeah, just so proud of them. And um, I mean, was was that the game you expected, or, or had you planned for something a bit different? Nah, we always wanted to obviously put them, put them under pressure, try to raise the tempo of the game. Um, we just needed to play with a little bit more quality in our final pass near the final third, but just can't fault the effort. It was just absolutely superb. They did every, everything asked of them, and yeah, what a moment, huh? And when it went to uh, shootouts, how, how were the nerves? What was going through your mind? Oh, I was pretty confident, uh, and, and the reason why I was confident is just how good our keeper is. Mm. She's exceptional, and she's, she's a nightmare to beat in those 1v1s, so we just felt that we could score ourselves, that we'd give ourselves the best possible chance. So, um, yeah. Special day. And some of the ones your girls converted looked uh, pretty good from yeah, where I was sitting. Very as well. much so. Very much so. You know, and fair play to them because it's not easy to step up and take them. And oh, just so proud of them. So proud. I mean, um, you know, obviously uh, Europeans um, was sort of skinny of teeth staying up, and yeah. now you're in the final four of the, you know, the World Cup. Yeah. I mean, what what have you done and what have you changed in that interim to to, <laughs> to get this success? Well, you have to remember that also the Europeans came straight after a World Cup qualifier and uh, we'd had a World Cup qualifier in January as well to then lead into Joburg. And to be perfectly honest, we were just fatigued. We we're so mentally fatigued. And when you're not in a full-time program, it's really difficult to go for, for basically two and a half, three months without stopping. And that's really what happened to the Europeans. There's no real fault of anybody, just just a, a part-time program that just suffered, unfortunately, with that much, uh, and that much intensity in, in, you know, over such a long period of time. And uh, looking ahead to Spain, what, what do you expect from them? We're two sides that know each other so well. It's incredible. We, we, you know, we've, we've been in camp together so many times since 2014. I cannot, I'd say we've played each other nearly 30, 40 times. So we know each other incredibly well. So it's, um, yeah, it's just fantastic to play them. They're a great team, great coaches. I'm delighted for them and I'm delighted to now to meet them in the semi-final. Do you dare think ahead to what might happen if you beat Spain or are you very much no. one game at a time? At the moment, I don't know what to think. <laughs> um, at the moment, yeah, I think I need a few hours just to relax and, and, and maybe for reflect a little bit and then uh, we've got a, bit, a lot of preparation done on Spain already um, and, and, and yeah, we'll just obviously get into that process now tomorrow morning. Thanks very much for your time, appreciate it. Ireland coach uh, Graham Shaw there, um, a mixture of uh, pride, emotion, disbelief, um, shock and yeah just the happiest man you've ever seen uh, in that post-match interview. Um, I was also fortunate enough to speak to um, Ireland striker Anna O'Flanagan and uh, she was, as you'd imagine, pretty pleased with life as well. Here's what she said. So I'm uh, here with uh, World Cup semi-finalist Anna O'Flanagan. How's that sound? God, it's, it's 
not something I thought I'd hear, but oh, it sounds absolutely incredible. We worked so hard out there, and I think we were the better team on the day, so I'm just so happy that we're there. I mean, it got quite sort of frantic and a bit tense towards the end. Were you, were you uh, worried at any point that it that might not happen for you today? No, uh, to be honest, I, I really thought we were the better team. I thought we were comfortable throughout the game. You know, yeah, it was tight. It was always going to be at the quarterfinal of the World Cup. It was never going to be plain sailing. But again, I thought we defended well. We attacked today more than we did in the last game against them. And maybe we just didn't convert our chances. And, you know, when it went to 1v1s, I just knew we had it. You know, we've got a world-class class keeper. We've got world-class players who can take them. So uh, I knew we had it once it went to them. So, yeah. Incredible. And you've mentioned the goalkeeper, obviously. I mean, how how important has she been? She's had a phenomenal tournament. Oh, she's absolutely outstanding, you know. And the great thing is she's been in this squad since she was 17. And, you know, we've always known that she had that talent and she had that ability. And, you know, she's shown it in glimpses throughout. And she, she at this tournament, is eventually realising her potential. And we're just so proud of her. And, you know, she's been absolutely outstanding and the, the great thing is is that she is so young and there's so much more to come from her and yeah, she's been such a vital part of this team. And um, obviously I was out in uh, in Holland for the Europeans where you, you nearly went really, really yeah. wrong for you. So what's kind of been the secret that's, that's got you this success from, from where you were then? <clears throat> yeah, to be honest, I think with with our team we've had some some great highs in the past and we've had some really, really horrible lows and and I think that it was those inconsistencies that we really needed to cut out. And I think, you know, the, the Europeans was a real turning point for us. We realised how what, really where the inconsistencies lay and we really worked on them. And we decided, or not decided, but we trained hard and we, we worked on those inconsistencies to become a top 10 team. And Jesus, here we are, top four in a World Cup. And I can't believe it, really. And uh, looking ahead, have you had much chance to think about Spain in the semi-final? <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> We haven't had much chance to, to think about it, you know, we, we have just been focused on this game to, to so far, but yeah, the draw is pretty lopsided to be honest, but you know, that's how the draw is, so we'll take it. We're, we've played Spain a lot, a lot of times, you know, we, we play them nearly every year in friendly games throughout the, throughout the season and uh, yeah, we'll do our homework over the next day, recover well and, and yeah, we'll give it every go on Saturday. So do you think uh, you can get through and get to the World Cup final? Yeah, absolutely. At this stage with this group, um, nothing is impossible. Fantastic. Thanks very much Thanks, for your time. If we now move on to talking about England versus the Netherlands, um, which was, of course, a 2-0 win for the Dutch um, who move on to the semi-final where they'll face Australia. Um, a bit of a tough one, obviously, being an, an England fan as I am. I wanted to see uh, England progress, but I think um, they were always going to be up against it when they uh, when they ended up finding out they'd have to play the Netherlands. Um, the Dutch have shown in this tournament that they are head and shoulders above everyone else um, to this point. You know, they are the world number one and they are the world number one for a reason. They've been scoring goals for fun. Uh, defensively, they've looked fairly untroubled and, um, you know, it's always going to be an uphill battle for for this England side. I think um, I've seen a lot of reaction on social media from people not best pleased with... England being in this situation in the first place. Um, a lot of people saying, you know, they've only themselves to blame for, for playing the Dutch and 
you know that you know wanting them to have been on the other side of the draw and I guess in the cold light of day um, maybe the England players and, and staff will look at that and think it's a possible missed opportunity um, seeing how the other side of the draw played out and um, where you perhaps would have expected England to have finished in their pool um, you know if things had gone the way everyone had expected um, England would have been you know potentially having a slightly easier route to, to what would have been a semi-final um, but that's not how it's panned out and um, you know to win a big tournament you're always going to have to beat a side like Holland at some point um, but I suspect England would have preferred to have been trying to do that a bit later on in the tournament. Um, in terms of the game itself I think uh, I think England defended very well and um, you know limited the Netherlands to one penalty corner which uh, uh, came back off the crossbar um, Maddie Hinch was obviously the busier of the two goalkeepers and made some absolutely brilliant saves. Um, but I think, um, as I say, England defended very well. Um, but what that meant was that when they attacked, um, players like Alex Dance and players like Lily Arsley were sometimes a little bit isolated, which is understandable when you're on the back foot for as long as they were. Um, it's very difficult to get bodies forwards and, and you know support the ball carrier and so on. So that, that made it tough for England to sort of break the Dutch down. Um, ultimately, uh, you know, they made a couple of defensive errors which got punished. Um, you know, if you gift possession to uh, a side like the Netherlands um, in the attacking third they will be absolutely ruthless with you and, and that's what happened and, and ultimately that's that's sort of what's what's cost England um, you know so I think I think um, a really tough night for all concerned um, and as you know people have alluded to in post-match interviews and stuff that will really have hurt the the, the girls that played and um, that they won't forget this experience in a hurry uh, both for the good of you know the crowd and playing in front of a home crowd but also for the bad of not finishing where they wanted to finish um, Somebody who was obviously absolutely delighted with the, the outcome of the game was um, the Netherlands number seven, Zander Vard, and uh, I spoke to her in the post-match to get her thoughts. Um, so I'm here with uh, Zander Vard. You're into the uh, semi-finals. You must be really happy with that. Yeah, I'm really happy. Also, in England, uh, against England, we had a really tough game. I think they're really physical. But I think we have seen them play, of course, and... Uh, we know, uh, knew what to do, so I think we did a great job. I mean, a, lot, a lot's been said in the kind of build-up to this game about um, previous meetings with England and Great Britain. Were any of those in your mind going into this, or were you just focused on the job? Um, yeah, I read a couple uh, comments and stuff, and I think there were a lot of the 2015 uh, European Championships here, and of course Rio, um, but I think we are a different team, they have a different team, and of course it's a little bit in your mind. Not the European Championship, I think that we made it right uh, on our own turf in Amsterdam last year. But I think Rio plays a little, yeah, it's a little tear in my a little heart, so... <laughs> uh, but I think 
yeah, you can like focus on the game and it's now a different game, different tournament. We just want to win this game. Um, we used to see in really big crowds whenever you play in Holland, um, you know, always shouting for you. What's that like seeing a, a big crowd like that in England who are maybe not shouting for you quite so much? Yeah, it was a little overwhelming. Of course, uh, I've played in Argentina and the crowd is really heavy there because they're jumping and everything. Um, but I think it was a little the same. They were cheering, of course, for England, and when they have the ball and they enter R23, everybody's shouting, and I think it's nice to experience. And maybe I was a little overwhelmed in the first uh, quarter, but then it's just normal and you get used to it. And uh, now you're up against Australia in the semi-final. What do you expect that game to be like? I think, again, a physical game. Uh, maybe less running because they're, I think, less uh, fit than England is. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward. Yeah. And uh, do you think you can go all the way and win the World Cup? I think that's our plan, but uh, let's see game to game and uh, first uh, Australia. Okay, that's fantastic. Thank you very much for your time. As well as speaking to uh, Zam Davard, um, I also managed to catch up with England head coach Danny Kerry just to get his take on how England performed against the Netherlands, but also on the tournament itself and what England can take away from it, um, having not finished within the medals, which I'm sure is what their target was going into it. So uh, Danny Kerry was in quite philosophical mood um, in his post-match interview, and uh, here's what he had to say about it all. So, I mean, obviously, um, not the not the outcome you would have wanted. What are your kind of thoughts about the game overall? I'd need to go and look at the stats a little bit harder, but I think I had a little bit of a flurry in the first half, um, and one corner conceded. They didn't really create a good good amount, so I felt the pass, the two passes, which led to the goals. Um, you know, have cost us, but um, defensively really, 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 really good and really solid and the girls were really admirable about their win. I think with the ball, it just, didn't, it just didn't stick with us for long enough and credit to the Dutch, they really got a lot of pressure around the ball, good techniques and stealing it. Um, but overall, given given the toughness of this, this tournament for us, for all sorts of different reasons, I think that I'm really proud of the way the girls have gone about what they've tried to achieve and the likes of Catherine Lane and Grace Pauls and those people like they will they will have a get it moment now they will understand the sort of gulf between playing sort of um, you know, world level competition and one of the world's leading teams and and ensuring that when we're tough on them in the training environment they now really understand it and as much as you'd rather not learn it the hard way here sometimes it's the only way I mean, obviously, um, you know, you mentioned that. I mean, how how important is it for them to, to learn those lessons and take them on to future tournaments if you want to succeed? Yeah, I mean, it goes without saying. Um, I mean, if you if you if you want to make it, it's undoubtedly just going to be really really tough times. You know, losing in front of ten thousand people in the quarterfinal World Cup. But you know, in terms of a playing career, that's pretty tough. Um, and it will. There will be some sort of a classic grief cycle. There will be a bit of anger, a bit of denial, and then there will be some acceptance. And when you get to the acceptance bit, then we can move on and become better players. So uh, I'm pretty philosophical about it. We will definitely learn from it.
And there were some, shall we say, inflammatory comments from the Dutch camp in the build-up to this. Yeah. Um, so your smile says you were aware of them. Were the girls aware of those comments? Yeah, we showed them very quickly. We didn't really make a big thing about it. I kind of said to the girls, almost the lesson is to be careful what you say to the media, <laughs> you know, because it will get taken out of context. And, so, uh, it was a nice, you know, it was a little bit of a win for us, a bit of a giggle, but we didn't really make a big thing. So it wasn't pinned up as a let's prove them wrong? No, no, it was more important to focus on what we were going to do. And, um, you know, obviously we've seen what a quality side the Dutch are. Is, is, this, is this kind of a, a lesson in where you guys need to be in order to be sort of that top team? I think, um, like I said, like, at times the girls asked for more positivity from me. Um, and and I'm like, it matters if it goes an inch or two the wrong direction, or it matters if you make a bobbly pass, or it matters if you take something on that's not there, it matters. And they're like, well, yeah, we'll talk about the good stuff we're doing. I said, well, I kind of expect the good stuff, but this stuff needs to be better, and now, you know, now they'll, they'll, they'll understand the difference. Um, the Dutch, um, yeah, I think they've unbeaten in this year, or unbeaten since maybe even Rio. Um, and deservedly so, and they're going to take some catching. And uh, just final question: What's what do you kind of uh, take out of this tournament? What's your your overriding take home? I know people have given us a hard time about the group stage. I, I look at the statistics, like how many, how many shots, how many corners, how many times we got in the opposition circle, and we've pretty hammered teams. We haven't executed our corners, and that's cost us. But we've hammered teams, and um, I can't really ask more than that. We've we've been one of the probably the best one of the best defensive teams here, and we've probably created more than, than most other teams here. So, you know, if you look below the results, thinking you know what, well, given given how young some of these guys are, and it's sort of a bit of a rude awakening for them, we've actually played pretty fun and well. Brilliant, thanks very much. So that was England head coach Danny Kerry with his thoughts on uh, England's exit from the World Cup and their campaign overall. Um, That's about all we've got time for in the second edition of the Top of the D podcast. Um, Thank you very much to those of you who listened to the first episode and to obviously those of you who have made it this far through the second episode. Um, Hopefully it's given you something a little bit insightful and a little bit um, informative. Um, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I'm on there. I'm at the top of the D on Twitter. I'm also on Instagram under the same name at the top of the D. And uh, if you want to read some more of my thoughts on hockey, um, I have my own website, which is the top of the D dot com. Uh, there's plenty of articles on there, um, some from this tournament and plenty from tournaments and features in the past. So that should keep your uh, your hockey thirst well and truly quenched for the time being. Um, thanks very much for joining me, and uh, hopefully we'll have another edition out for you soon. Cheers. Thank you.